Uh, g'day and welcome to the... I forgot what it is. What's it called, Mark? The Cigar Box Guitar Builder uh, Podcast. Re- yeah, I think the acronym is actually just as long as the, <laughs> the title itself. <laughs> yeah, it's like WWW is longer than World Wide Web. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, welcome to the Cigar Box Guitar Builder Podcast. Uh, I'm Adam Harrison from Birdwood Guitars and this is... Mark Willamot, MRWS Instruments, and uh, a few other things that I can't quite recall at the moment. <laughs> hey, your picture's cleared up. That's 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 much better. On oh, we're on Skype, everybody. So we're kind of chatting via Skype, and and um, it's uh, it's easier to kind of talk to each other when we can see each other. Indeed. Yeah, I'm a visual person. You know, what do you want? <laughs> um, well, last week was fantastic having a chat to Pat. Um, what a yeah, great, it was good. Great guy, Pat. Isn't he a fantastic bloke? And Mark said, yes, yes, we've just got a little hold up there. <laughs> My Wi-Fi is doing wonderful things at the moment, so there's just a little drop out there. That's okay. Uh, but this week, um, Mark and I just wanted to have a little chat about um, we've got the new year. It's the, uh, it's the new season for, you know, the markets, all your local markets opening up and all that sort of stuff. And um, I suppose there's a lot of people that might be thinking about selling their wares because there's a lot of people talking, talking on Facebook and, you know, about selling on eBay, what's the, best, what's the best thing to do? And I think, funnily enough, a lot of people are forgetting the fact that, you know, there are these things, you know, called your local markets or your local fairs, which are uh, really, really great things, great places to actually sell your, sell your gear. What do you reckon? Indeed they are. Mm. Well, they can be. Mm. <laughs> I think they can be. I mean, I've done a few markets myself in the past, and, I, and I'm hoping to get back into it this year. Um, you know, once again, you've got to have a at least a one guitar to take with you, or it's kind of worthless. You know, because uh, a lot of guitar, a lot of market that you have to pay for, pay for your site. So, you know, unless you're really serious about it, it's it's kind of it can be expensive to start with. Yeah, uh, I also also found that you know what. Sorry? Yeah, you're right, you're right, keep going. Oh, I just, you know, also just found that, you know, the first couple of times you go, people look at it and they think, wow, that's amazing. That, that, what, what are these things? I've never seen them before. And then, but you didn't, don't make a sale the whole day. <laughs> it just happened to me a couple of times. And then all of a sudden people get to know you. Are you going to be here next week? Are you going to be here next week? And then all of a sudden, yeah, you, you, you don't have any stock left. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that being patient is definitely, um, being patient is definitely a key. I think, um, you know, I think some people kind of tend to tend to think if they're going to go to a market, they're going to sell out of everything they have, and and you know you can have, I mean, let's be honest, you can have really really fantastic days, um, but you can also have those days, as you were saying, where you know things can be, you know, things can be very slow. You you need to worry about things like the weather, uh, whereas when you're selling on eBay and you know off off Gumtree or or whichever, you know, if you've got a website, you don't have to worry about the weather. It's a 24 hour 24-hour business. Um, it's not yep. you're not at the danger of the uh, the elements. Uh, whereas at a market, it can definitely um, have a have a, an effect on your ability to to make money. Certainly, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got to give yourself at least a you know half a meter or a couple of feet so people can stand in under there when it starts bucketing down, which has happened before. Yep. Yeah, the wind is the biggest thing. I think it's it's yeah, the, the wind yeah, is, is more yeah, scary. You're basically in a parachute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we we had a um, there's markets up here all through the Blue Mountains. I mean, I'm very lucky. It's if I if I wanted to go do a market every single weekend, I you know I could. 
there's more markets than there are weekends basically up here, which is which is wonderful because it's a big tour. It is a tourist mecca, which is you know which is which is handy. Um, but having yeah. said that, I you know I was doing for the last couple of years I was doing two markets a month, and um, and and I've cut back I've cut back to one market a month now. Um, I do my local Lawson one. Uh, but having said that, you know, it's even last year, I've got to say, it was very sporadic. There would be times when it would be bucketing down rain and, I, you know, I'd, I'd phone them that morning and say, well, you know, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not bringing a product out in that weather. Uh, you know, where, and when I drive past to go to the shops, you know, a little later that day and it was still, you know, it was still raining and you would have people under, you know, under tents and things like that. It's, it's different than setting, selling pottery, and it's 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 different than selling, you know, it's the hard things because at the end of the day, you, you're working with woods and timbers, and a lot of these cigar boxes are covered in, you know, they're covered in paper as well. And yeah, they like to pick up a lot of moisture, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> if you're not careful. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, and and it, it does affect, you know, it does affect the, um, you know, the instruments if you take them out in, into the rain, and especially if it's a little drizzly, that's all right. You can cope with that. That's fine. You put the sides up on your tent and keep the, you know, you, you put them in and yep. a little bit. But, you know, it's it's different if it's if it's absolutely bucketing down, which has happened on a couple of occasions. You know, which you know, good half hour downpour, uh, and you really are, you know, it, I had situations once where I had the tarps, I pulled the tables into the centre of the tent put the walls up around the tent, had, you know, had the guitars piled one on top of the other inside the middle of the tent on tables just to, just to keep the rain off them, you know. And, soon, you know, and it, of course, as soon as I'd done that, and as soon as I'd covered everything up, the bloody clouds parted and the sun came back out again and, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, the angels choir. The yeah, angels the way choir, it works. Yeah. So there are definitely, I mean, so there are definitely, you know, I think, we've, I think we've jumped onto the negative bandwagon a little, maybe a little early on it, but... That it's good. <laughs> I'm just being, you know, train of thought changes. Yeah, it, it's it, well, it is. You know, it's not doing the markets when you've got a product like that. It, I don't think it's not easy because you've got to you've got to consider setup um, as well. It's you know, if, if you've got more than one person, it can be a lot easier. But if you're one person, you've yeah, got to yeah, think. Sure. Well, I've got to get my product into the grounds. I've got to get my product out of the car. Um, safely set up, which is the good thing about the market. So, is when you with the whole group of people, you do get to know people, and you know, yeah, there's, there's a bit of camaraderie, which is good. Yeah, and you do tend to look after each other's tents and things if you're by yourself. And you know, you, you, I, there's a, there's a guy up here in the mountains who um, who does, funnily enough, my dog is barking, but who does like dog food and things like that. He's got his own, mar- you know, he's got his own own thing. And you know, yeah. it's quite often he'll he'll pop off for a smoke or something like that, or he'll need to go, you know, go and have a bite to eat, and I'll I'll kind of be between the two and talking to his people, and so you do help each other out. So that's definitely a positive. But setting up isn't easy. You've you've got to get everything out. They don't like you setting up first. They want you to unload and then get rid of the car quite often. Um, so it's a lot of markets where yeah, it's a real pain actually. Yeah, and it's hard on your back if you're doing everything. Yeah. Yeah, if you're lugging everything, and especially um, like the Lura markets, I've got to say the Lura markets up here in, in on the on the uh, in the Blue Mountains, it's that's a difficult one because you actually have to park outside, walk around the fence to your spot, and put everything down. And it's with my back, like it's just it's just a killer. And I think that's one of the reasons why I chose you know to hold off on that one again for a little while because um, my back's not I haven't got a great back, um, but it is tough, you know. But having said that, I've lost you. Are you there? Can you hear me? 
And we'll just take a slight pause on the podcast and hear that. And we'll see if we can get Mark back. And we're back. That's right, we're just having weather here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was talking to Mum. Mum's up on the Sunshine Coast. Hi, Mum, if you're listening. Uh, I don't think she does, but uh, (laughs) I should at least get my mum on board, right? You know? (laughs) <laughs> our two or three <laughs> listeners, we could at least have our mums on board, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, but, yeah, she was saying the weather up there has been uh, pretty ordinary today, but still hot. Are you hot there? Uh, look, actually, today's quite nice. I mean, the sun has just poked its head out. It's been uh, overcast all day, and the sun's poked its head out. It's a, it's a little warmer than I'd like it, but other than that, it's been a beautiful temperature. Yeah. It's perfect market weather, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Oh, we drive. Oh, not 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 here. I drove past the, the the primary school on the way down to you know to to do a few things yesterday. Uh, how was it this morning? Hang on. Working. Thinking it. Thinking it. Thinking it. No. Yes. Yesterday it was 15 degrees yesterday afternoon. And it's you know, and a week week or so ago we were having 47 degree oh. weather. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Anyway, we'll get we'll get back to the market. Sorry, um, yeah. So yeah, setting up can be difficult. Packing away can be can be just as difficult. Um, but on the other hand, there's there's a lot of positives that I think that come out of doing the markets. You were saying before that you know you do when you start up. Sometimes you can have that that initial interest. Um, and uh, I, I think you also got to look at the fact that the product we're, we're bringing in it isn't necessarily, you know, pocket change money. You can't walk around and go, oh, I'll just, I'll just grab that because it's cheap. You want to say that again, Mark? If, if they like what they, 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 they say, which they do. But, oh, sorry, if you lose me. Yeah, I lost you for a second. So that was a weird, And you looked, and I could see on the video, your hands were going up and, you know, there was, there was that, you, there was passion in your face. I could see it there. <laughs> Oh, I'm just saying, you know, the type of product we have isn't isn't really necessarily a you know pocket change. You don't walk in and go, oh, that's easy. You know, it's twenty bucks here. You know, you can easily buy a candle for a couple of candles at a market for you know hmm. pocket change. But when you come across someone who's made a guitar, it's a bit different. So you got to be you got to be known. They're going to know you're going to come back every weekend, and they go, oh, you know what? I really like that guitar I saw. Maybe I will take a couple hundred bucks in. See how it goes. I mean, I know we all we all tend to carry around our little uh, uh, swiping instrument now these days for for cards and stuff. But... Oh, you got to. That's I think that's the fir- that's the first thing people have to do is get themselves a little a little. Um, I was using the um, uh, the PayPal one, and I found that was yeah. I found that was a little cumbersome. It was a bit difficult, and I went to Square. Yeah, the one little one that plugs into your phone. Yeah, one? that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Agreed. You only have to wait. I think you do have to wait a day or so before the funds get transferred. That's the only. That's the only bugbear there. But it's just. It's so much easier to use than the uh, than the than the PayPal one. Yeah, that's true. And I actually found the PayPal one was difficult. It didn't always um, connect to my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You, you had the blue one. You got the one that one from Officeworks. I don't remember. I tell you the truth. Yeah. So where I got it from. Uh, no, I think we, I just got it online and they yeah. sent it to me. But yeah, it was the pay, PayPal here. Yeah. Like it's cool. Yeah, that's the one. 
That's, I mean, both of them you can use without, without the, the, the little piece. You can actually just simply use your phone. But I think it's a... The funny thing, when, I've had, when I had the PayPal one and it decided not to work and I had to just use the phone, you can sense there's, uh, you can sense there's a, there's a, there is a feeling of mistrust. What? Yeah, yeah, that's what I find. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's this guy? What are you talking? doing with my card? <laughs> yeah, are you just taking those numbers down? You know, you t- <laughs> so you've got to kind of hold it there and go. You see, we can't see the numbers. Look there, you can't see. They're all little crosses there. You can't see that. We're just putting that in for you. You know. So yeah, the, when they work, they're excellent. When they don't work, they're you know they're a pain in the bum. But that means you don't have it's to. Suffice it to say, they're necessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they're definitely necessary for sure. I mean, I, I you know I, I even do it here because I, I do have people popping over here and saying, oh you know can I can I come over? I saw you at the market. Can I you know because being locals and stuff like that. So oh can I come over and have a look at those guitars? Yeah yeah sure sure sure. You know oh, have you got FPOS? Yes. How easy is that? You know yeah. it's and it, it and it is as easy as that. Have you got FPOS? Yes I do. No problems there. So it they're definitely you know whether or not you use the PayPal one or Square or However, whatever other ones there are, they're definitely worthwhile going out to get for sure. Yeah. Um, as far as product is concerned, oh, let's talk about the weather still because I think okay. I, I see people going turning up. I'll give you a story. My the first market that I did um, was the Blues Festival at Windsor. Now it was in 2014. It was the very first. I hadn't actually done markets before that either. Um, so it's the very first one that I did, and I bought one of those $79 Bunnings tents, you know, the marquee, the three-day yeah, 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 the little gazebo, the $79 one that was made using the tubing, you stuck the tubing into the, you know, one piece of tubing goes into the other piece, and it's the three pieces yep. for the leg, <laughs> and four pieces going across, and zip, you know, and it's... I mean, it was. I got to a point, I think, because I practised before I went, I practised putting it up, and it was, and it was really, really... I got to a point where I was quite fast at putting it up. I did put it up very quickly. Um, having said that, that's where my good times with it ended. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the pole at the back, we got a big gust of wind when I was there um, on the first day and the pole at the rear decided to bend in half because of the weight of the guitars that I had spread around because I put all of the, the, you know, the three strings, the heavier three strings on the back and put the diddly bows, you know, along the side, and I had a couple of two-string chuggers, you know, Shane Spiel calls them chuggers, you know, the two-stringers, and um, I didn't vary the weight around very well, so it ended up bowing down and bending with a solid breeze, so I ended up having to find a piece of wood and twist it and turn it and rope it up, and, and that was the first and last time that I used that tent. <laughs> um, <laughs> I then went out and got one of the, you know, got one of the, uh, what do they call it, Aussie Trail or whatever, for 150. Yeah, uh, with the yeah. accordion-style yeah. sections at the top where they just say, oh, yeah, a little yeah. bifolding, yeah. And, that's, and that has been, that knock on wood, that, that has worked uh, without fail for now for two years, basically. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely worth, don't, <laughs> you know, if you're going to go to the markets and you're going to scrimp on that, on the, on the marquee, my suggestion is don't. Yeah. Wait, even if you have to wait another week or another two weeks until you can yeah, save unless you're... Yeah. yeah. Unless you're lucky enough to have an indoor market, which does happen from time to time, but yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you need you need a decent overhead. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's and not to mention because because you do tend to hang the hang the guitars from the sides. Um, 
I remember Michael up in up in Yamundi, up at the Yamundi markets up on the Sunshine Coast. Um, he's the first he's the first guy that, that introduced me to cigar box guitars. I've mentioned on the podcast before. Um, he's a top guy. He's a really really nice bloke. Very you know really chat you chat your ears off basically. He's just such a nice guy. Um, but he has them. He doesn't hang them around the outside. He actually hangs them all on the inside and kind of stands outside. So I think to go in, you kind of you're walking through this maze of of, of cigar box guitars. And um, I don't know. I, I never I never cottoned onto that idea of putting them all through the middle. I always liked the idea of putting putting them around the like in a U shape down the sides and across. The yeah. Yeah, I just always figured if, if with the wind, if you got a big gust of wind, there was more of a chance of them, you know, swinging like a pendulum inside. There, I can imagine kids being knocked out. And yeah. <laughs> oh, daddy! Oh. We, can't, we can't have that. You got to think about the children. Yeah, yeah. Well, which brings up another point: you better get your insurance organised. Oh yeah, public liability's fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's and it's one hundred and ninety bucks for the year. I mean, I, I'm with AAMI. Um, I've got actually. I must admit, I've, I've let mine. I had, have let mine lapse because I haven't done a market this year yet. So I've got to. I've got to redo mine. But before I go in, most markets won't let you go in uh, without the insurance. Um, some of the, some of the markets have their own insurance, which I think if you if you bung a couple, you know, you might need to bung twenty or thirty bucks in extra, you know, if you go. But most markets won't let you go in without that insurance. Do you find that in Brizzy? Yeah, it's the same everywhere, man. Some places are worse than others. Like I did a I did a, um, a toilet market a couple of years ago, and you weren't even allowed that to get test and tag all my bits and pieces, like lights, yeah. uh, my amp, uh, pedals that I used, you know, anything like that, which is a bit of a pain. Wow. Which worked out well because the guy came and did a test and tag for me. He actually bought a guitar <laughs> before the market, so well, that's all right. You can, you can trade off, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that works out quite well. Um, oh. You all right? No, look, look, look. Was a yellow belly sapsucker? Yeah, it's a look, we're starting to look like. No, 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 just the, the weather looks like it's gotten a bit rainy at some yeah. stage. Oh, you got the computer out there? And I'm outside. Yeah, you're on the, la- you're on the laptop or the no, iPad? No, it's my phone. Oh, just your phone? Oh, it's doing all right. Actually. I'm on my phone. <laughs> it works. God, I love technology. I love technology. Um, with your markets, what do you take? Um, well, obviously the product, you know, depending on what I'm selling, most of the time it's just cigar box guitars or some, a couple of you know, parts and bits and pieces that I stock. Um, take a couple of tables, the, the marquee, a light if it's, a, if it's a, uh, nighttime, especially if it's a, a twilight market, you know, go to 9 o'clock or something like that, you need some lights. Yeah. Uh, some power, a couple of amps for people to play on, some headphones because it can get a bit noisy, especially if you've got two guys playing. Yeah. Two people playing, I should say. Um, and the kids tend to get a bit, you know, rambunctious when they've got a diddly bow on their head. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, headphones are, are a must. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually thought about I always that. take, you know, stuff like picks. Yeah. You haven't thought about what? And, uh, headphones with amps. I've never thought about that because I, 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 I just basically take along the, um, I take along the cube. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard a couple of those. So. Yeah, and I... I actually find it's quite nice because I've got the three by three marquee. I actually find it's quite nice when someone's you know playing through it, and someone else comes in. Quite often, quite often I'm able to kind of get a conversation going between myself and the actual two other people. So the other two other people start talking about the guitars, and um, 
I don't know. I just I, I find conversations always, always can be a really positive thing. Um, I do try and keep. Oh yeah, down. people want to know everything, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's good when they start talking about the guitars. You can and I can kind of step back a little bit, and and they'll tend to kind of oh I like this or I like that, and you know that type of thing. Um, do you have different product for markets than you do on your site? Because I know, uh, I know no, no, pretty much the same. Look, I, I don't, I don't, obviously don't take everything. I can't. I got you know five hundred odd things on my website. I just yeah, can't do course. that. But I, I, you know, and at the moment I've got no cigar box guitars. I've got six on the bench that I haven't even. You know, I've got all the parts, but I haven't actually started putting them together yet. Because yeah. I'm doing solid bodies, as you know. Yeah. Um. So. Look, I, I usually take a spattering of parts, a couple of kits, yeah. um, some slides, either the Rocky Mountain slides that you, I know you stock as well. Yeah. Um, just just bits and pieces like that. I usually I, I take stickers and and picks for people to take. Yeah. You know, take that because people that. love free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I get to. I went to Grover. I think it was Grover Oldman, um, and I and it didn't cost a lot. I think it. I think it was about. I think it was about forty dollars, and I got a hundred picks. Or something like that, and I got them like with the with the you know the Birdwood Guitars logo written yeah. in black on the on a green pick, you know, and people love that. You know, you buy a guitar and you, you give them a pick, or you know they might be talking and having a chat, and you know maybe they don't buy a guitar that day, but they walk away. From my point of view, they walk away with a cigar box guitar thing, you know, or Birdwood guitars. You know, they've got a uh, you know a Birdwood guitars pick, or you might have a sticker, or you know something something like that. that yeah, they do. And, and you, you talk their ear off, and they love that sort of stuff, you know. There's mm. something, you know, you know, they walk in, they look at this fandangled instrument they've never seen before. They walk away with a bit of history from it, and yeah. and, and a free pick. And of course, they they're going to come back, or they're going to tell someone about it. Yeah, yeah. There's a really good there's a really good video um, that Shane Spiel put out. Gosh, um, maybe about two and a half years ago, and he said he goes through what he does. He goes through his tent. Um, and, you know, what he has set up and how he has it set up and, and the different instruments that he takes along. Um, I think they're a little different in the States than maybe we are here for... I think he's in Pennsylvania. And their summer... I think they hit the markets in summers really, really hard. Like, I remember a year or so ago he was talking about... Uh, I think he had 100 guitars for, for this particular season. He'd, he'd gone through and, and just basically workshedded himself. he just locked himself away in his shed and just built and built and built for a couple of months before... Um, and you know it's it's interesting when he showed his product range. It's it's quite interesting to see the things that he takes, because he doesn't always from from that video from what I could see he does a range of like cigar box guitars for the markets, but he doesn't necessarily put those particular instruments on his website. So because I love going, I love checking out everyone's website. I love seeing one of my favourite things is to is to find a new cigar box guitar builder. And go on their website and go and have a look at it. And go, and, oh, look, because for me it's product research. For me, I'm looking at that, going, oh, look, oh, I like the way he set that that product up. Whether it's cigar box yeah, guitars yeah. or electric guitars, you know, because I'll go through and 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 look at anyone, even if it's, you know, it might be a, my wife might be on a fashion site or something like that. I might go and look. Oh, I like I like the way they've set that up on the website, you know. But he seems to have, yeah, yeah, or, sure. or at that time, he seemed to have a different product. And I think I kind of looked at that and I thought I can model. In a way, I can model what I do at the markets a little bit off that as well because I, I have um, I have a, I have a basic range with my guitars, which is the Hurricane, and that and those ones are usually 
usually marketed around about the 199 mark. You know, they're a basic fretless PZO. Um, you know, and there's, you know, but when I do the markets, I often do one around about the 150 mark as well, which, you know, there's not as much work involved. But it also is a case of wetting people's appetite. Because I always like the idea of having a variety of different price points. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I do that with my diddly bows. They're the, the low end. Well, yeah. low end, you know, not quality, but yeah, of course. but definitely on the price-wise. Yeah. Um, and then I go to my three-string slides, the same as you. Then I go yeah. to three-string fretted, yeah. four-string slides, four-string fretted. Then, then I get into my complex ones, which I, I'm pretty full on about, yeah. as you know. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, so for me, with, with the guitars that I do, I mean, it's unfortunately, I was, I was actually going to try and... Oops, I'm dropping stuff everywhere. Hang on. Um, I was actually going to try and do this as a, as a YouTube clip as well, but I, I had the iPad ready to go, and I, of course I was going to let you know about it. But, but um, Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know. But um, the, the, the batteries died on it, so I'm, I, I just said, oh, stuff it, I'm not going to do it. But, like, I do with something like that. I might do a Tassie Oak, distressed, finished. Um, I'm looking at the video here, and I think I'm backwards. <laughs> so I'm looking at it, but you know, for something like that, I won't put the. There's no fretboard on that, you know. So I'm doing a couple of market specials at the moment, you know. Whereas I won't use the acoustic pins that I like in the back, um, you know. There isn't a fretboard. Yeah, I like it. that. I like the way you do that. It's yeah, really thanks, cool. man. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. And again, I'm going to be like, I'm straight up. I'm, I am. I don't think I'm an innovator and all. I just like finding things and something works. So my guitars basically are an amalgamation, probably of everything else that I've seen. I mean, I didn't invent the cigar box guitar. Yeah. You know, so everything I learned, I learned from you guys. You know, everyone else out there. Um, so the, the the acoustic string pins, that's Daddy Mojo through and through. You know, it's. Oh really? Oh, straight up, straight up. It's the I've. <laughs> I mean, I, I've put so much research into that company. It's it's ridiculous, and the things that Lenny does it, with with the guitars and things like that. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm also a fan. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of cigar box guitars. I don't just you know, it's not just the case. But you know, I actually bought one of their. You know, bought, as I think I mentioned to you before, I bought um I bought one of their. Uh, I think the second range of their artisan. PZO ones, and it's a lovely guitar, you know. But yeah, it's it's things like that. Like it could be the uh, the acoustic pins in the back. It might be looking at oh, um, you know, what's his name, um, Chickenbone John, looking at the way he was doing his earthing. You know, um, I looked at that and I went, I'll try that for a bit, and then I didn't like that, and I went up, you know. But it is, it's a case of you know researching everyone who's out there um, and finding things yeah. that work for you for your build technique. And also, you know, for what you want to do. But I think it's important to, you know, to, to kind of go, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not the inst- I'm not the one that invented that. That's that's this guy's idea, and I love that. You know, it's just I love it when people go, oh, I've got this great idea uh, of what's his name or what's her name, and this is what I've done with it. Oh, cool. You know, yep. I like that. Anyway, that's that's my two cents worth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I think it's it, I think it's important to have a product that you are proud of, um, you know, so with my guitars, because I, I only take, I only ever usually have anywhere between, I'll have between 15 and 25 guitars on hand. Wow, I never take that many. Yeah, peak season, and I'll try and take as many as I possibly can, uh, absolutely. Um, I just think a busy tent, lots of stock, lots of things to talk about, you know, someone, and 
the other thing I think is important is, uh, you know, the, the boxes that we always find, your, your part of gas, you always find those, you always find your, your punch, you can always find your uh, Romeo, Juliet, you know, you just walk into a tobacconist yeah. and usually they'll have two or three in there, you can go and buy those. I was going through a point where I was going, oh, not another bloody Romeo and Juliet. What am I going to do? Oh, God, blah, blah, blah. But the thing you have to remember is that just because I'm into it and just because I see these boxes all the time, when you go to a market and do a market, the people who are out there, they haven't seen them. So that Romeo and Juliet box, I've, done a, I've actually done a couple over the last couple of days, you know, the, you know of, of, of these and looking at that looking at that picture and it's like it's really cool you know i think oh then i get back into it again you know <laughs> i got it yeah it's just yeah i understand yeah just because you've seen the boxes you know 100 150 times or you've yeah. made you know every time you walk into your workshop yeah it's like oh what am i going to do with that so i think it's fun to flip them i love flipping them too um depending on what i want to do and, and the finish that i want um I think that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, so it's good to take, I think, a variety, um, a variety of stuff as well. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, but I think that's kind of cool. I think I think we've given some people who may not have done markets a bit of an idea of. Is there anything else that you can think of that take lots yeah, of water? Well, actually, there is. I, I, I tell you what, one of the biggest things I found when I first started. This is before I actually, you know, got into the parts business. I did a couple of. Um, markets and like i was saying before there are times where you don't you don't get any sales at all and i think in especially the first couple of times i think i went to two markets the first two markets I ever did i didn't make a sale at all heaps of interest lots of talking and i made, made but i walked away with nothing except for how much i paid for the, the, the lot um but i didn't give up and you, you got to make sure that you don't see it as a as a an indication of your quality or or who you are, or you know, <laughs> you know, just in general, how how it's going to work out. Because sometimes you just you just don't make the money. You don't sorry, you don't make the sale. But don't worry, it will happen. Just persevere. It's going to happen. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing, uh, I suppose, as well in relation to that is that um, through those through those markets that I've done, I've actually made a lot of local contacts. So I've actually been able to. Yeah, you know, sure. People don't always, you know, especially if you've got a business card, hand it out, hand it out, hand it out, hand it out. Yeah, have yourself, have some sort of business card. Exactly right. Look, they're cheap as chips. Oh. Really, to buy, to, to, you know. <laughs> well, Vistaprint do 500 for $9 every now and again. You just keep an eye yeah, out. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's it's super easy. You, you can adjust them yourself. How easy is it to make a logo nowadays with, you know, even the podcast logo that we have with the Cigar Box guitar is it's just an amount, it's just a picture of a Lightning Boy guitar from my range that I took. Um, I jazzed it up, I think I jazzed it up with the uh, Instagram, uh, no, not the Instagram, um, uh, Prism. I jazzed it up with the Prism app. Just an app, yeah, yeah. a photo app, yeah, yeah. And then there was another app that I, I then jazzed it up with some writing on the side that I could, that I could play around with that, and that was it. And I've, you know, I've done business cards using that, using that image. Um, you, the, you know, you don't need a professional programmer or whatever or an artist to do it. You can do it yourself. It's easy to no, do. No, not at all. Um, but, you know, I've, I've made a hell of a lot of contacts and handing those cards out, it's amazing. You, you know, you'll be sitting there afternoon in the afternoon in the shop or you might be at work or whatever and all of a sudden you get this text, oh, I was at the market last week. Do you, 
post to Brizzy. You know, oh, I, I, I saw your website, uh, got your website off the card, da 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 da. And most of the times when I go to the market, it's, it's funny, you know, because I might sell one or two, I might sell one. I've had markets where I've sold four, and it's like big grin on my face when I left. But as you're yeah, saying, yeah. You know, there's many times when you might go and it's cost you, you know, your rent of the, of the space, which might be 20 or $25, you know, your lunch, which might have cost you $7.50 with a co- and, you know, and a coffee in the afternoon. So but, you, know, you may have gone in there and spent $45 to, to hang out under a tent for the day. But then again, I got to play guitar. I get to talk to people. Yeah. I get to, you know, I, I, it's, it's my time. <laughs> there is that, yeah. You know, there is that, which is cool. But the amount of times that I then get sales afterwards uh, is absolutely fantastic, yeah. you know. And it's, it's a wonderful thing for people to phone you up and go, oh, look, can I come over and check out the guitars? Because I'm only local. I live around the corner, especially your local people. That's it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's... it's uh, I, think, I think your local's a little smaller than mine, though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But it's spread out. They're, they're a passionate bunch up here, mate. It's, it's, you know, it's amazing how many people, uh, as I was saying last week on the podcast with you and, you and Pat, it's, you know, the amount of builders up, on, up here in the mountains, it quite surprises me. Not just cigar box guitar builders, but instrument builders. Um, there's some yeah. people up here who are world... Like, they're renowned worldwide for... I think there's one... It's an accordion... Maker who's just he, he makes a oh, really? yeah it's, they're worth about two thousand dollars or something it's just it, yeah it, that's, it's that's an interesting thing I've never seen a, a accordion yeah. being built <laughs> yeah you know it's just it's just incredible and these are small uh, you know word of mouth businesses as I said you know I'm the only noisy yeah. bastard up here. You know, you know, I'm the only, I'm the only, you know, I'm the loudest one that kind of walks around. I've got the sticker on the side of the car and I've got that, you know, I've got everything that I'm just pushing the marketing, pushing the marketing, pushing the marketing as well, you know. Um, but there's a lot of incredibly talented people up here um, through Sydney, but it's, it's amazing the people you meet who say, oh, you know, I'd love to build one. And how great's that? That's great as well, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it's it's work in the industry. I mean, I'm just, you know, I like look. I mean, I want my business to go, you know, and, and and go well. Absolutely, I'm not, you know, I'm not stupid. But it's like anyone who has a business, they they, they want their business to do well. But the business can't do well if you don't have that interest behind it. Um, you know, so yeah, that's true. Anything anything I can do to kind of you know, help someone actually, you know, develop and build their guitars. And, and I'm very happy to say, you know, I'm, I'm quite, quite happy to talk to people online and, you know, and Messenger and all that sort of stuff. I've talked to a lot of people, you know, and I, I'm sure you're the same, you know, just... just. Yeah, I talk to my, client, my customers all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, any, okay, so what we might wrap up is, just before we go, what's happening? Now, you're, I've seen some amazing stuff on, on Facebook and Instagram Things that you're doing at the moment with those solid bodies, the force force strings, that's a that's a corker. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man, um, oh, I love it. Well, that's actually that one's going to a, a mate. That's this, he lives just down the road from you, actually. Oh, he's yeah. over. He's down at the Katoomba. Oh, okay. Is this the artist guy that you that that? that yeah, you... yeah, that's the one. Oh, um, wow. He's a phenomenal artist, actually. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that another time, actually. I've, I've got some, as, I told, as you know, I've got some strings that I've been getting made and I've got the packets just turned up oh so really they're, they're just on their yeah so they're coming uh, so I'll, I'll go into that soon on market I'm going to stop you know yeah they're the ones yeah I'm almost I, I, I've um, lost that nice piece of string that you wrapped them in mate <laughs> I, I, I think it's called jute yeah jute <laughs> 
Um, so while I'm at so, it, I need yeah. to order another 10 sets. Oh, okay, mate, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put my order in. Yeah, but... Hang on, I've got my order list here, man. We'll just do it now for you. I need another oh, thanks, man. 15, 15 um, flatline pickups. Um, no, no, I'm kidding, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to three. Well, well, actually, we're running out of time. I'm going to get long today, don't yeah, I? Yeah. I'm down to three flatliners, by the way, just in case you want to know. Oh, wow. <laughs> but they're corkers. So I'm always slight, I'm always slightly ahead of you now. I, whenever I one of you order them, I make a few more bits before. I, so the next time it doesn't take me as long. Oh, that's cool. I love the timber that's coming through, mate. On those pickups is just it's beautiful too. I'm really wrapped. Every time I open them up, it's like, oh, what am I going to get today? Oh yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, the tombstone stuff too, which is good. Mm. Oh yeah, the drop-ins. Um, I've got that. Bu- I've got a couple of beautiful drop-ins from you. It's, one's going into a lightning boy at the moment. I don't know if you can see over over there. I've got the I've got the got the the neck over here oiled the the insert, and that's one of your beautiful fretboards, mate. That's that blackwood. C- can you see it over there? Oh man, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, well, it's not not clear, but not I know what you're talking clear. about. Yeah, I've got to get more of that off you. If you can organise that, that's just. I'm 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 in love with that Blackwood, mate. That is just that's such lovely stuff. And comments coming back actually too from customers. I'm sending them photos as as, as they go, and they're like, oh yeah, that's oh I love that. That's great. You know, that's I really love the color and it's because it's it's a beautiful figure running through it as well. And it goes from like light to dark, light to dark. Yeah, it's a nice. I've got some nice stuff. Um, when it comes to Blackwood, I've got some really high figure stuff, which, which you're not getting. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> oh, go, did you hear that, everybody? Uh, holding out. He's holding out. <laughs> that's, that's expensive stuff, man. That cost me money. But uh, look, no, look, I think we've got to, you've got to use the, um, the materials you have available. And, you know, I think we're very lucky here in Australia. We've got some amazing species of mm. tin. I mean, everywhere in the world does. Yeah. But, um, you know, I love Blackwood, and, and as you know, and I love the hairy oak or flame she oak, and that stuff's the best. Yeah, check this one out. I don't know if you can see it. This, um, I bumped into a mate of mine who actually, he actually uh, reworks uh, amplifiers, and he, he turns radios, old, old 1940s, 1950s, whatever radios, into, um, into amplifiers. And um, Oh, amazing guy. The amps he builds are just phenomenal. Um, but I bumped into him, he's such a nice bloke, and he just came up to me in the, in the car park at the shops, and he said, oh, Adam, I, see, I haven't seen you in ages. He said, I've got a little bit of wood in the car. Would you like some? And I came over, and it's, it's basically, it's old furniture. There's another bloke that he knows. He was just going to take, take it home and use, use a lot of it as firewood. But this is some old, this is a beautiful mahogany. It's just, got, it's just got the most amazing flame running through it, and it's just, like, I've just... I've, this is cool, you know. If you can get some old wood, plane it down. And if you can't do that, get it from MRWS, of course, you know. But... <laughs> you got to pull my finger out and start making some more, actually. Well... There's a lot of work in making those reports. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there certainly is. But doing it yourself, I mean, I remember for, when I started out, I basically, I didn't have a, I didn't have a plane of thicknesser. Um, I basically had a long piece of MDF, and I'd, I put strips, I put strips of... Um, Three strips of uh, uh, of sandpaper, so starting at basically eighty, I think, I then went to one one eighty, uh, and then two forty, and basically it was just long strips. And what I do was just with the timber that I had to make a flat surface, I just basically run it back and forwards, and it would take hours and hours and hours, you know, just to get a flat, just to get it flat, you know, things, yeah. you know, and just even because I've. <laughs> 
I've never, as I was talking to you before, I've never been great with a hand plane. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not a trained carpenter, so I think, you know, when you've... No, when it you doesn't matter. You just, you, it's a bit of, you know, you've got to teach yourself to do that sort of stuff. What's yeah. the thing? I mean, I, I'm a, I can tell you right now, I've only just started getting good at hand planes, and I've been using them for years, <laughs> so... <laughs> I sit there watching, watching um, oh. videos of, uh, especially, uh, like, Crimson Guitars, um, how Ben... Uh, he do, he he had this video like the early videos that he did on how to actually how to actually uh, you know sharpen them and things like that and I always try and keep that in mind when I'm sharpening the blades and stuff and look I, I can do it for basic stuff like cleaning up instead of popping it on the on the um, on the table you know on the table router to clean the sides up I can actually use the hand planes I've got them nice and sharp so I can actually take the fretboards down to the you know run it along the side and to, so it's yep. you know it works but before I had things like that it was basically as I said it was a big piece of MDF with, with you know, with sandpaper glued to it, as flat as I could get yep. it and I'd just run it back and forwards up there to make it work, hand sort you know, basically use a hand sort to, to, to cut the length, cut lengthways which just, it took another day to do that basically it was just hours and hours and hours of sawing and sawing and sawing, you know, not, a, not across the grain but along the grain, with the grain and that's not easy um, you know, and that was, yeah and that's basically the way I built my first first couple of electric guitars was all just doing that by hand but oh god Actually, I love interesting, interestingly enough Adam as, as, a, as an aside with that and the market I've actually tried to take you know some work with me yeah so you know I, was, I, was, I thought you know what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some I'll, I'll cut some fret slots and a few fretboards while yeah. I was there I seriously got I think I got three fret slots done before I started talking yep. to someone who yep. thought it was amazing and there it stayed for the rest of the day because I never got back to it. Yeah, I but It's interesting because people say, What are you doing? And yeah. then you're like, Well, this is how I make the frets. How That's do I put the fret sensor? Well, I did that with a diddly bow once. I took it along to, to try and build it. I was going to build a diddly bow. I remember going to the, it was the uh, ukulele festival, the very first one I did a couple of years ago up at Katoomba. And I took along a table. I took my you know, table horse or whatever, whatever like that and took along a diddly bow and I started on it and that was it. That's. I didn't even get a chance to get back to it. It's just, it's, and people going, oh, what's the, you know, I couldn't even show them. It was just, it was just one of those crazy things. But um, no, I suppose, yeah, I suppose, I hope that's helped with people with their ideas and what they want to do for markets and things like that. And I think, thank you very much, man. Always cool. That's right. We've got some Always. interesting interviews possibly lined up for the next couple of weeks. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that should be cool. So we've got to, I won't, we won't say names. We're going to try and try and tee it up and make sure we can, you know, we can actually get, get these very cool people on, involved. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we'll maybe pop some teasers on the, uh, on the group. Um, people, if you have questions, put the questions on the group. If you've got products, if you've got guitars that you're building, put them on the group. Uh, if you've got friends who are into building cigar box guitars, get them into the group. Um, we're now on iTunes. So that's actually happened this week. So, Yes, which is very cool. Um, I'm looking at the stats. I've been looking at the stats, and the stats are going up. There's more people joining the Facebook group uh, for the Scarbox Guitar Builder podcast, but I don't think everyone who's on the group is also listening. Uh, but I think that's to be expected because I kind of sent out invitations, yeah. you know, and things like that when we first, when we first opened it up. Um, but a lot of the people that are coming on board now... Um, and coming onto the group are actually people who are listening to the podcast. So a, a huge thank you to those people uh, who are listening to the podcast. Uh, it's very cool, and uh, we really appreciate that. 
And uh, I think we'll uh, we'll call it quits there, Mark. Ciao. Ciao. That's Adam from Birdwood Guitars and Mark from? MRWS. Oh, well, keep... See you later. <laughs> see you, mate. All the best. Bye. See you, mate. Bye. Well, once again, um, thank you very much for, uh, for listening to the podcast, the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. Um, if you've got friends and or family who are interested in guitars, please get them, get them to have a little listen for us. Um, we are, as I said, now on iTunes, and uh, so it should be a lot easier for people to find us now before we were just on Podbean. Uh, we are still on Podbean, of course, and... Um, yeah, thank you very much. Next week, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll be back with um, an interview uh, with someone very, very cool. And we've got a few interviews, hopefully, booked up for the next couple of weeks. I hope that was uh, interesting food for thought for those people who haven't uh, yet gone into markets or thought about them. They are definitely worthwhile looking into. Um, just the chance to meet people in your local area, just, to pe- just the chance to... Find uh, and talk to other guitar builders. Um, I've actually met a qu- quite a few local builders around here who do build electric guitars, and you know we have a great time having a chat about you know different build techniques and different things, and it, it's it's wonderful. So I do uh, I do highly recommend uh, giving the markets a go. Just make sure you've got enough product to take with you. Make sure you don't take too much because you you don't want to hurt your back or hurt yourself. Um, give it a go. So this is Adam from the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast saying thank you very much and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.